Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia Show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. It is our ninth annual Food for Families Drive, presented by Coburn's Delivers in Green Mill, benefiting Second Harvest Heartland. And that's when you, through your generosity, bring us a lot of donations. And you can do that when Lori and Julia will be broadcasting at Lush Bar, Northeast Minneapolis, right? Northeast? Yeah. Okay. And that's going to be on Tuesday, June 11th from 3 to 6. So if you are in the area, please stop by. And bring a donation of a non-perishable food item. And uh, the fashion catalyst, Grant Whitaker, will join you on that. Wonderful, Donnie. We have two broadcasts that week. Yes, we do. You can't make that one. The other one's at the Intercontinental at the MSP Airport. Very nice. Now, people who were too busy or too shy to call us when we were talking about TV a few minutes ago. Yes. Well, first of all, Donnie, what did you think of that... Stephen King's son's Nosferatu. Nosferatu? Yeah. I liked it. You did? Yeah. I, I, some people s- said it moved a little slow. I'm okay. Yeah, that You're doesn't okay with bother that? me. Yeah, okay. that's okay. Uh, uh, chapter two books is letting us know that Linda Fairstein, the, the, process, the district attorney for the Central Park Five, yes. is taking a lot of heat. And people, because I guess she wrote a book about that. Oh. And so people are glad about that. And uh, KJ wants us to know she watched a great British crime drama called Line of Duty. I've seen it. Very intense, lots of twists. The same people who did the Netflix show Bodyguard. Oh. With Richard Madden. Yes. So Line of Duty. That's on Netflix or BBC? Netflix. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've already gone on to another season, but it's not on Netflix yet. Not yet. Okay. No. And then uh, someone else wants to let us know that there is a documentary, too, about the Central Park Yes, there Five. was, because I started watching that. It was on 2020 or something, a couple Friday nights yeah, ago. But yeah, but the Ava DuVernay, it's a movie recreated. Right. And um, uh, let's see. I guess, I guess that's it for... For TV talk. All right. Yeah. The TV That's talk. That's a lot of TV talk. This is a lot of TV talk. Now, the thing I couldn't believe, and geez, I fall for it every time like you do with Everest, the Walendas. Mm-hmm. Oh, the flying, the flying, you kind of get upset. Remember when he walked over the Grand Canyon? Oh, yeah. oh drove me crazy. Drove us. <laughs> I think it's so, first of all, there were more deaths at, at Everest. You know that. There was an avalanche. Yeah, that happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. 
Yep. No, it's going to be probably one of the deadliest seasons. The Walendas. Uh, they're walking. He wa- He walked over the Grand Canyon. He walked across. They've done so much. As Donnie put it, the daredevil blood runs deep in their mm-hmm. veins. They're high wire walkers. <laughs> yes. Ooh, Here's Good Morning America, because this is going to be a spectacle. I know it it's is. It's going to be on TV mm. for two hours on ABC on June 23rd. So I expect... GMA to be running at least three more Walenda specials. I just thought I'd get it out of the way. Thank you. Early, (laughs) and then maybe we'll check in the Mm -hmm. day after Mm -hmm. the June 23rd. Here we go. This morning, the clock is ticking towards Nick and Liana Walenda's most death-defying high-wire walk ever. This time, the brother-sister duo setting their sights 25 stories above Times Square for a never-before-attempted 1,300-foot journey. Of course, Nick Walenda is no stranger to breathtaking solo stunts. He successfully crossed Niagara Falls in 2012. That was it. And the Grand Canyon a year later. But with his sister by his side, it's even more meaningful. Liana was severely injured after falling off a high-wire tightrope alongside four others during a Circus Sarasota rehearsal in 2017. Now Liana is back in action, practicing over the weekend in Florida for the first time at a significant height, her nerves kicking in while atop a 50-foot high-wire. I know I've practiced hard. I know I can do this. Her brother monitoring her every move as she prepares for her first performance since the devastating fall that broke all the bones in her face. The siblings just 20 days away from their jaw-dropping live event. She broke every Every bone bone in her face and had to be placed in a medically induced coma while they could implant plates Uh, and screws. So I uh, looked at her face after I saw that and I rewound. Right. You can't tell. Yeah, unbelievable. Wow. I, I know, it's on... It's in these people's blood. Yeah, and then remember when he did Niagara Falls? Oh. That was another one he did. Okay, yeah. play the next ABC. Okay. Ooh, so how will they do this? They're going to start at opposite ends of the wire. They're going to meet in the middle, and then they cross one another to finish opposite of where they started. So this is the nail biter. As they cross each other, George, they will have to unhook their tether and then rehook it on the other so side. A couple seconds there. I mean, I'm free. holding my breath right now. Wow. I cannot even imagine. That is going to be Best of luck to them. That's 1,300 feet in the air that they're doing that as they're walking in the middle of Times Square, what they call the crossroads of the world. I mean, doesn't it make your stomach I flip just, just thinking? I about it? again. I, Seventh generation, no. Yep. Of tight rope. Tight, rope walkers so they must start them on little wires when they're little kids when they're like two the minute they can start walking maybe even one i don't know they got balanced beams all over the house and they get smaller and smaller and by the time you're five you better be able to cross a piece of fishing wire we were watching (laughs) no no kidding well when we were watching this thing this morning in good morning america and the training they had a high crane with a body in it right by her her brother coaching her so it's not like they're you know, no, yeah, yeah, the being responsible but, during but, it, but but still, it is just always amazes wow. me that they like to do it, and yeah. the fact that you know that it's they they do it in conjunction with summer programming, you know, well, and, you know, you know, because so. isn't ABC carrying the NBA championships? Yes. So this will maybe be over, and they need something else to do. Uh, yeah, but it was summer programming. It, it is summer programming because it's you... always a two-hour special. I remember the night I we, watched we the fall Grand for Canyon. it. We watch it every yeah. time because it's so. It feels so. The Grand Canyon one scared the crap out of me. Oh my gosh! 
you don't recover. Remember no. the uh, French guy that walked between the Twin the Towers? Twin Towers. He got in a lot of trouble, yeah, and they made did. a movie out of that. The, the great documentary on that. Yeah. What Philippe was that? Petit. Yeah. Oh, that was such a good documentary. Wonderful documentary. Yeah. And he but did it, that. Nobody, they had no idea until he was, he was doing it. Doing that it. was kind of a cool oh, story. Yeah. Was it like the 20s or something when that took place? No, the oh, no, World no, Trade Centers World weren't Trade built yet. Yeah. 1974. Oh. No, but when the, the documentary one that we watched, when was that? No, it was, oh. in, it was like in the 90s. Yeah, I think it was Oh, okay, it was when the uh, French two, guy... Uh, actually, 2008, called Man on a Wire. Yeah. But, but, so close to the 20s. But when did he actually do it? <laughs> it like right he did at, it in 74. That's right, after it. it was built then. Yes. But right after it was built. So, I mean, I wasn't uh, paying attention that we were talking World Trade Center and that one, but I knew he did it right when it was built because yeah. they had no sec- they didn't have security. Mm-hmm. The guy just went out to the roof. Pretty and, much. And, you know? <laughs> and it's like the guys who were doing the paratrooping things or they're flying yes. their little things through there. Yeah. It, it is weird still. Because I can't think of what TV show I'm watching that has New York skyline in it. Just not seeing the World Trade Centers. And it then, still is weird. And then for stuff that's set, that's set in the seventies, right? Whatever they use, they digitize and they put it in. Yeah. Have you noticed yes. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they put it in yeah. shows. Yeah. It's yeah. It's bizarre. Okay. It listen, is. we come back. It's time for uh, random thoughts with. Joy. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. So something terrible is happening in the world. What's happening in the world? Here's what's happening. Irons. Iron sales have just gone in the dumpsters. Millennials <laughs> have just dumped all the traditional household products that we grew up with. And now they're just steaming only. Yes. There was a big article. I know. I had. I just had a discussion with somebody about this. Did the, you the steaming versus ironing? I said, well, I personally like ironing, and I own a steamer. It's not as satisfying, and quite frankly, it really is only good on like rayon and like jersey material, silk, silky material. But it doesn't it, get cotton lines out. Or, but at the combo or, of the two, yes, is killer. Yes, or linen. And yes. I, I thought the story I read that millennials are still buying ironing irons just because they think they should, like for collars. Wedding presents or, or for collars. Or, or, yeah, yeah that the, they should yeah. have one, even though they might not use it. No, I was openly laughed at. <laughs> That I Serious? have. Oh, yeah. And I said, laugh all you want. But we've got good colors in this family. <laughs> I remember my mom teaching I love me how to iron. linen. Yeah. You know, I love the cuffs, a linen. The collar yes. first. Then the this, then the yoke, then I you just, do the sleeves. Just, and you, oh. Yeah. Well, collar, um, iron sales. Have they plummeted? Um, they've been on the decline over oh, the dear. past three years. This was the story to start to up. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the 18 to 44 age group. Um, because they just steamer sales are going through the roof. Yeah. So I'm on my second or third steamer. I buy the kind of a hundred and ten dollar steamer, yeah. and yeah. then I always forget to turn them off. Yeah. So I have nice things on my ceiling from the mm-hmm. steamer, oh. and my steamer dries out and doesn't work quite as right. well. So I go through those. Yeah. So finally, I found a steamer with automatic turn on. Oh, that's oh. turn on and off. Turn and on, off. Turn yeah. off. Like an iron wall. Yes. So I'm like, finally, someone yeah. did that. But I do both. Yeah. Because I'll steam a little and then I'll iron to get the good, yeah, the good, the good stuff. So anyway, it, crisp. it yeah. just irons. Well, in a pinch, you don't want to drag out the ironing board, right? 
I just well, keep my do, ironing I board do out. Oh, you I do? do? Yeah, in oh, my, in, okay. in, 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 I have a room have, that's specific. I have just it's there. And then it there. doubles as a makeup thing. Oh, and okay. A table. A table. Yeah. Storage. Yeah, it's right. it's, everything. it's I everything. I keep mine out, too. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of, all right, so I just want people to know. All right. Ironing can do things that the steamer can't. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is kind of interesting. So, usually schools have a big field trip to Washington, D.C. when kids are in the 7th and 8th grade. And the kids do big fundraisers, and then they go to D.C. And I was out there last year over Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And every all the schools are there, and it's just crowded. I always feel bad for like the kids whose parents can't afford it. and then My like, kids didn't go. They didn't go, yeah. No? Yeah. No? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. My kids did not go. Yeah. Um, but some schools, they raise a ton of money as a school and have great fundraisers. Like my sister would have a haunted house every year and get a fundraiser so for everyone. For every, so everyone yeah. could go. Okay, yep. that's, that's nice. So this guy was really not smart. His name is Michael Camus. Um, he apparently was very stressed out when he was taking, he's a principal of um, Louisiana's Holy Family Catholic School. Yeah, taking a bunch of like seventh graders. Seventh oh. and eighth graders there. Oh, that there. sounds like hell. So what he decided to do <laughs> was he decided to go to a strip joint. Uh, DC officers <laughs> responded to a call about an intoxicated man refusing to pay his bill at the strip club on May 30th. Dear. He was standing in the roadway refusing, um, and it goes on to say that he must have been pretty stressed out while at our nation's capital. <laughs> Don't blame the kids. He did have some fun. He was on a school trip. He has lost his job. Oh, yeah, yeah and he worked for a Catholic school. He did. Yeah. So that's not a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Not yeah. a good idea. I just... I just yeah, I don't know. Like, how many museums can you see in seventh and eighth grade? They love how, it. Do they the love it? The kids love it. It's their first getaway from home. Home. Okay, got During it. the school, the kids yeah. love Plus it. The I national. felt bad, not really, that I didn't let my no, kids go. But you, it's it's history. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. But you know that it would have been probably wasted on them when they were such sports heads. And I'm sure we know had, that. You know I'm what sure I mean? I'm sure we had something else going on. I'm and sure. I forgot to read... The, the, the deadline date. Maybe that's <laughs> more likely yeah, of right. what happened. I'm sure something, <laughs> something like that like happened. That. Um, it's National Say Something Nice Day, if people have um, thought about that. Have had a problem have saying had something a problem, nice? Say something nice. Um, you gave me this story last week, Lori, about, um, you know, there's all these box things. You know, box a month for makeup, box a month for aging Fabletics. skin. Box a month for work up here. Box the makeup. A month for What's shoes? the makeup on that first I one? It began with a B. Remember yeah. that name? Oh, yeah. And I just, we have never been fans of this. And I had a couple friends who did the box a month for clothes where you go online and you set up your profile and you get clothes sent to you once a month and right. blah, blah, blah. Well, I could never do that because I wear different sizes and absolutely everything. I don't know how they could do that. Yeah. So this is kind of new. So retailers with retail stores are doing box a month now. Okay. So Urban Outfitters is doing this new subscription called Newly. And Newly? It's Newly. N-U-U-L-Y. It's okay. $88 a month for a box of six items. And then what you don't want, you send back. Like, But what would the items yeah. be? The like items would be for shoppers. You select more than a thousand stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Else from different categories, denim, dresses, outerwear, vintage items. Oh. With its new offering... Um, you know, you can do Rent the Runway. You can, American Eagle has one. Um, they're just trying to retail bricks and mortars, are trying to capitalize on the online, uh, getting, online not, not losing dollars right. to Amazon. And I just heard that Nordstrom has one. Oh. But they send you a trunk. Oh my. Like trunk? a steamer trunk Whoa. filled Lord. with clothes. Jeez, I wonder how much that costs. I don't Sign know. Sign me up, maybe. But they get you. But then, how do you? Then you. I said, "What do you do with the trunk when you're done? Well, you just bring it to FedEx or something." I said, "Oh my gosh, oh, that's I know sooner want to carry a trunk around." <laughs> well, you, couldn't you just flag a FedEx in your neighborhood? Well, or, like or that, here at work, bring it to no, work. No, you can't bring it to work anymore. Do you know that rule? No, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, no. Who said? That's like, been around for a while. Is that a company policy? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. A lot of places are because their mailrooms are being bogged down with all the Amazon returns. Oh, I see. Yeah. So Nordstrom thing is, um, and I know some people, you know, the millennials, they don't want to go in the shops. Yeah. But I just, so this is just, I like that bricks and mortars are doing this too. Newly okay, good. Well, has 50,000 subscribers. Um, they ha- hope to have more. Birchbox. That's it, Lori. Good. That was, that, was, that was the makeup one. Um, yeah. The first one that I kind of remember, I had I had a couple nieces that subscribed to it, and they were trying to do like a beauty blog so that they could get some you know free product. And mm. this was like a few when that first came out. Yeah, I, had, I remember. I had one niece who was just all over it and determined to become a beauty vlogger. But I don't want that many different things. I mean, people get into a routine. I just feel like I would be bogged down and too lazy to ever do the return. Yeah. So well, st- first you got to fill out the thing oh. so they know your style and your size and your weight and your height, and you got to do some measurements. And I did, I did Stitch Fix for a little bit. Stitch Fix. Just it didn't work for me. Yeah. I, My friend I, did, did I didn't it too. Like what they were sending. Yeah. She didn't like it either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think it's a real acquired taste. Well, I'm the best you. thing. But what Nordstrom does is, you know how they kind of have the um, the personal shoppers, right? So it's someone that knows you, too, yeah. is involved. So All I right. think they do it one step further. Okay, do you ever think, has anyone ever told you that you're boring? Never. No. No. No, never. Do you know Donnie, people? no one has ever told you that? I can't believe it. I'm just wow. giving you crap. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, maybe, you can, you too. maybe you can hit it back with the several <laughs> no. things like you hit me back yeah. with last week. No, that's just out and out shade. That well, was meant to be. But boring yeah. people yeah. know that they're boring. Here's why Do you, they? Here's why you're boring. Too. You never have an opinion or take a stance. You have no sense of humor. You do the same predictable thing day in and day out, and you have unbalanced conversations that either you talk too much or talk too little. Yeah. So, do something. I still think they don't know who they are. I don't think boring people know who they are, no. Uh-uh. Well, I if don't. you're predictable, you're boring. Yeah, that's a big... I know exactly what I need to do Cause I don't wanna be alone tonight Alone tonight, alone tonight box yeah i see it and it actually looks really nice and the person who was telling me loves it so i really 
Is All right, it? so what it is, is it looks like a cute thing. The way she described it, yeah. the woman to me on Saturday, was it was an actual trunk. Okay, but what Okay, is so what it is, it's a box it? with outfits in it, okay. and you go on, you get your style, you chat with a stylist, okay. you put in your profile, you review your trunk, you have 48 hours to review your trunk after they have put Selected. things in it. Okay. So you do thumbs up, thumbs down. Delivered via UPS, four to six business days. Mm-hmm. Shipping's free. Mm-hmm. Um, take five days to decide what you want to keep from your trunk. Return it or return it. There's a $25 styling fee waived for Nordstrom card holders. Okay. We pre-credited towards your purchase, but if you're not, you know that. They give you the label for free return and everything. And what's the monthly subscription? Um, After you do that? Six to ten items, approving trunks, da, 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 continued. I, I don't know that there's a... Maybe you have a budget range. Right. You might have a budget range of stuff. Because that sounds like something yeah, Nordstrom the, would do. The, the Stitch Fix had a range. Did they have prices? a range yes. depending on what you wanted? Because, yes. of course, not Clothes one. start around $200 okay. for the trunk. Yeah. That, that would be if you did not like shopping. And if you have a card, and if you have a Nordstrom card, like you get all it. your Nordstrom points and everything. Yeah. And she absolutely was going raving about it. And I'm like, who wants a steamer trunk? Right, How do you yeah. return that? <laughs> right. I really took the story right. literal. Right. But if someone yeah. would shop for me and deliver and do the alterations and everything, I'm so in. Yeah, you're in for I'm it. I'm so in. Well, someone who's not getting anywhere with her morning TV show, and she's uh, off on vacation, I guess, this week, Wendy Williams. I don't know if this is a true story or not. The Daily Mail's. Is you know, and we knew this last week. We knew that she was shopping, that she has a story to tell. Yep. She doesn't want to tell it on her show. No. Which that makes sense to me. She kind of has told us most of it on no, her show. No, she hasn't. You because don't think so? I want to know if her husband was feeding her pills in her morning milkshakes that he was lovingly bringing her. Okay. She was always telling about how he took such good, good care, care of her, her in the snack department and bringing yeah. her. So I wonder if she has a story to tell, and it would be easier to tell if someone was Q&Aing her. But apparently, this is the headline, Gail King turned down a Wendy Williams tell-all interview because she felt that sitting through her car crash personal life might be a little too much for morning TV. And also that Wendy wanted a longer interview. She wanted an hour interview. She talked to R. Kelly. I I was just going to say that. That was morning TV. That was morning TV, (laughs) and it doesn't get any more... um, Trashy than that. Than that. Because she's saying, okay, so here's where I believe some of this. Yeah. I think Gail King just maybe doesn't like Wendy Williams. That's it. That's where For some reason, somehow those two are not buddies and Gail King doesn't feel like it's a fit. I don't think it has anything to do with Wendy's story. I'm surprised. Because you can frame it in anything. You can make it be as classy as you want or as not. You know, but you I could- mean, I really do wonder if Wendy was being like something like uh, I, there's a, a lot of things that her husband did that are shady and that I wonder if, you know, he mismanaged her money and right. that she feels foolish about that. that Don't he you might think it's been- a little early for her tell-all though, Lori? Well, she just might want to she may have a crisis manager who has told her to do this for her public image. I, I don't know. I mean, every- I'm feeling it's too early. And I think what happened. I never believed that she was back in the pool 
uh, willingly back on uh, pills or alcohol or anything. I always, you know, I felt like for a long time, like he was doing something. He was doing something, something to her. I, I think maybe it's a combination of these things. I'm going to say one. I don't know that her ratings are great. Yeah. Because she was absent for her show from a yeah, very long time. True. And Strahan and Sarah. Yeah. Is on at the same time. And they're very likable, upbeat personalities. Yeah. I, that's just one thing I'm thinking. Right. I'm thinking the show might be in a little bit of a crisis. She brought Susan. Is Suzanne back? But but maybe it's a divorce left, strategy. She wants to do a shop all. and threaten her husband. Yeah, so he doesn't want so much money. Maybe that's a divorce. Okay, strategy. that could be another way. So what we're talking about? If you're just joining yeah. us, Wendy Williams. Um, I want Wendy to see. Wendy, you're invited to come on this program and tell us everything. And you, you could let, have three hours. You could have three hours. <laughs> you could have the week. That, oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know about the week. week could, but we'll I, give you an afternoon. That's right. We'd you make could, we way for everything. We could even get you a Twin Cities live appearance. That's right. I mean, it. seriously. You know, and... I'll bet you more than anything. I don't think Gail King likes her. I'm just going to say Maybe Gail King I, I doesn't think, like her. And also maybe the other networks are thinking, oh, you're on Fox. Or I don't know if she's syndicated on different networks. She's or on She's Fox. just only on Fox. If but, they don't want to carry her. But there was. No, Wendy doesn't want to be on Fox. She wants a bigger. I know she does. She wants a bigger network. Well, someone should, if she's got a story. Well, but like you, like you said, maybe. Um, pe- I, people don't feel that she's ready I feel it's, to tell her it's story. soon. And um, the, a source that was giving this information to the Daily Mail about Gail um, King and CBS turning her down mm-hmm. um, says GMA anchor Robin Roberts at ABC seems the most keen to sit down with her. Yes, I would like Robin to Roberts her. to do that. Yeah. That would be perfect. Wendy's exploring all of her options. Yeah, okay, good. So, um, yeah. That's someone will do it, and I just think that uh, she's she's got a story, and I think she, she might, does have a story, and I think that she might be uh, flexing her muscle because uh, when I think about that, Kevin and all the rotten things he's done to her. Oh, horrible! You know, horrible. Okay, now Lisa Vanderpump is trying to uh, let us think that she can't go to the reunion, but I know for a fact from other Real Housewives. We've had fights before and people have threatened not to go to the reunion and they are contractually bound to go to tape the reunion show. Okay. So the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and this whole storyline about that Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa's trying to decide whether she should or shouldn't go to the, the reunion on June 5th. The editors have been cutting her out. All year. Yep. And Why do you think that is, Lori? Well, I think that they might be saving some of it for the the reunion where they're going to show her getting the lie detector thing and this and that. But she's got to be at the, she has to be at the reunion. And I miss Lisa Vanderpump. I want to get back to that kitchen. Oh, that kitchen's everything that she remodeled this year for $300,000. Donnie saw it. He watched it with pink crusette pants. It was amazing. It's amazing. I miss her opulence. I really do. I do, too. I think this week and next week we're in Provence. See, they're taping the reunion on Wednesday. Right, and the show ended a long time ago, obviously. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already been So it's taped, this but... Wednesday, so she will be there. She has to show up. Contractually, okay. they could sue her. I want her there. Absolutely, and I am sick of everyone telling 
her that she owes an apology to Dorit, who took the dog to the kill shelter. <laughs> Dorit and her fake accent and her husband who owes all the money to the Bellagio can just, they can leave. I want her to leave the show. Ooh. You know? Dorit? Yes. What kind of accent does it, she put well, on? Well, she's, she's from a poor... Like Pittsburgh town, and she sounds like a like. Remember when Madonna moved to across oh, the yes, pond? Yes, the fake she got British some accent, kind of yeah. a posh accent yes. that you can't figure out where the heck it's oh, going. Okay. Well, but not if the um, there, Boy George dot, uh, movie is going to be made. We might get some details of it because her he's going to get manages. a better manager. He's going to realize PK has not been doing him any favors. Look at what a delight Denise Richards has turned out to be a housewife. Mm -hmm, I mean, let's approach Jessica Simpson. Let's approach, (laughs) you know, I mean, there's some other Beverly Hills and Hollywood people that could be housewives that could just be even friends of. But let's have some, you know what I mean? Because Denise Richards Mm -hmm. has been hilarious. Very hilarious. I mean, she actually talked about her husband. He'd never had a happy ending, so she paid for him to I go know. to a massage and get a happy ending. <laughs> Who says this? <laughs> we she don't does. care. Charlie wow. Sheen brought a hooker to Thanksgiving. He, yeah, he was, didn't know if he yeah. should come in, and yeah. she's like, she's in the car. Well, okay? Bring her in. No one should <laughs> not be Thanksgiving alone. I mean, she is, I love Denise Richards on she's this cu- show. She's cute. And I love her because she doesn't use Botox or anything, and her she, face is normal. She's real. She, she totally is keeping is real. it real. Like, when the girls are keep getting mad, she goes, why, why aren't you, why don't you guys shut up about all of this? <laughs> yeah, you know? she, she thinks it gets old. Vanessa Lachey got a job. She's going to be on 90210, that Beverly Hills docuseries. Okay, did you see the picture of um, Tori Spelling... Jenny Garth, Garth and the other one, Gabriella, whatever. Oh, the one who's president of the SAGs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's Gabriella a picture Carteras. out there of those three. Uh, Tori Spelling face is unrecognizable. I know. Jenny Garth's face is, is unrecognizable, but Gabriella looks like Gabriella. Yeah. I was shocked. They're in Vancouver filming the 90210. Yeah. What is 90210? Um, their faces are unrecognizable, Lori. I was shocked. They've gone Beverly Hills, that face that you can't tell if it's 40 or 90. Oh, my word. Which is not a compliment. No. 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 It is for the 90-year-olds. No, yeah, it is. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, Luke Perry was never involved with that. No, I know he wasn't. And um, I'm very, very glad about that, I just mm-hmm. have to say. You know, so uh, what else in TV? Well. Oh, the Jeopardy. That, that his appearance is tonight. Yep, so we'll watch that. So you can, well, if you watch that, Casey DVRs it. He is watching it every day. Yes. It's so hilarious. He watches <laughs> that guy it before bugs I me get so home. so bad, but yeah. he's done some nice things and made some donations yeah, with his money already. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. 10000 here, 10000 there. That's mm-hmm. good. And Prince Albert, his illegitimate daughter, got a role on Mrs. Maisel, you know. I love how are you? His illegitimate, his no. illegitimate okay. love child that he denied. <laughs> I remember this, Lori. He denied and said, that is not my daughter, and royal people aren't supposed to have babies out of wedlock. Her name is he Jess. He has so many. Oh, he I know. He has so like many. six. He Jess, said, 
She gets the Grimaldi last name. Her name I saw is that. Jasmine Grace Grimaldi. And if you don't know who the Grimaldis are, we drove the entire state of Indiana from Chicago to the Kentucky Derby, and you told me the entire story. The Grimaldis. The Grimaldis. Lori read so much Vanity Fair in the 80s oh, and yeah. 90s. Was, she knew everything. And this is before Google and everything, people. Yeah. That story took us the entire state. Yeah, that's quite a story. And the Prince Grimaldis. Albert has had so many kids out of wedlock. He's had five or six. Yeah, he was very busy. And Anyway, the, the the love child Jasmine Grace is is going to be in the upcoming Mrs. Maisel, and if you haven't watched that, for goodness sakes, that's a binge thing. That is a great show. Yes, it on is. Amazon. All right, listen. We come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Why is this dude buying blinds? So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Okay, people, let's talk about this. This is great. This is so great. So remember a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, a paparazzi got a photo of Alex Rodriguez in his um, bathroom. Way, bathroom way up on whatever floor, sitting on the on the can. Yeah. Deep in thought. Uh-huh. So he was on Fox 5's Good Day New York today, and he was asked about those bathroom photos. They said, will you come clean on them? Which I thought was a terrible pun. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that a terrible Should pun? Should we write this story off our plate? Oh, he, yeah. He said, I'm certainly not suing. Which I thought, okay. Sue who? No, he Just, has been trying to find out what firm took the pictures. Took the photo and sold it. Yeah. He could sue, you know, if he could find out. But he goes, I'm certainly not suing. I'm thinking, okay. And then he adds, the one thing is, I actually do my best thinking there. And I wasn't ready for the picture. He <laughs> is such a hambo. He actually, can you just picture. imagine that Jennifer Lopez just was like, why do you say that out loud? Yep. Even though we know that a lot of guys agree a with them. A lot of guys read the paper on the toilet or their phones or yeah. hang out there. And I do my best thinking. I mean, how many times have you heard like your a grandpa or yeah. a dad or some old creepy uncle say, oh, I'm going to go to the throne. I get my greatest right. thinking done in there. <laughs> Anyways, but he goes, it is what it is. I guess I just have to invest in some good blinds. And I think I'm doing that. I'm glad it was... I'm happier it was me rather than my better half or one of my kids. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't even know how to even speak that. Well, you Hambo speak it already. I did kind of Hambo mm-hmm. speak it. Yeah, he's stating the obvious. All right, Mindy Kaling, she was on uh, Ellen today for uh, her mo- movie that she wrote that Emma Thompson is starring in. And that Sunday kid- Morning did a feature on her. Yes, they did. So good. That, that was, was so good. great. It was yep. so great. But she told Ellen... She was mistaken for Harry Styles' publicist at the Met Gala. Remember, she did the blonde hair and this gold. I mean, she couldn't have looked more glamorous. She said, I felt like the least famous person there that someone actually thought I was. Well, Kelly Clarkson was mistook. She went to go back to her seat after the American Music Awards in Las Vegas. Yeah. And the people came by and said, excuse me, ma'am, this seat is for someone else. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That happened to her, and she made, I think you were out of town, she made a huge <sighs> joke about it, but she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah they, they I'm sorry. They thought she was a seat filler. <laughs> they thought she was a seat filler. <laughs> yeah, and Mindy Kaling, you know, she looked, she's this blonde wig oh, on. She had yeah. a mermaid gown on, and she said, yeah, I just felt like the lead. 
least we know, and I know maybe other people, but people that are at these things, oh. the publicists are, wear flat shoes, black. black pants or skirts. They couldn't, they're the opposite of glamour. Yeah. And they've got a tag on. I mean, Mindy Kaling couldn't have been anymore. Wearing a tag or they say, you know, yeah. So she was just like, yeah, I guess it was officially the least. She's very funny. Anyway, Diplo says that Joe Jonas called and apologized for saying that he ruined his wedding. I don't know why Joe Jonas had to call and apologize when Diplo Instagrammed the whole wedding. He did. What did Joe have to apologize because for? Because he said that, um, you know, dude, I didn't like it that he posted. He was on the air with Ryan Seacrest this morning. No, this happened a week ago. No, no. He was just on the air with Ryan Seacrest on Monday, and he said he called me to apologize about saying right. that last week. Right. In England, they love the drama. Anyway, I felt like it should have been Diplo called Joe yeah. Jonas and said, hey, I'm sorry. Yes, I shouldn't have done that. Instead, your, yeah. the Chapel of Love, very poignant, meaningful oh, moment. Moving moments. Yeah. He said he thought it was a joke. They were going after the Billboard Awards in Vegas. Yeah. We were out partying, and I just went to this movie. Oh, my gosh. In an interview with the UK Mirror, uh, Colin Farrell, who's been sober for 13 years, uh, talked about some dark days while filming, and he told the story about doing Minority Report in 2002. Great movie with Tom Cruise. Yep. He told the producers and director... Uh, don't make me do anything on June 1st. My birthday's May 25th. I'm going to be 25. And he said, I thought that they would have taken me seriously. He said, it took me 56 tries to say one line. He was so hungover. Okay. He said, I know only now, 16 years later, because it caused so much panic and anxiety. It should be on my tombstone. <laughs> so here's what, there's more to the story. Um, here's what the line was, okay? Yeah. And his sister was there. His sister had gone on set that day to watch. Yeah. And she said she left the set after 56 takes. I was a disaster. They should have listened to him. Here was the line. Even though it might be arrogant to say that, just tell the people, hey, I'm going to be in no shape. Yep. But he knew himself. He didn't get any sleep. And oh, so dear. here was the line that he had to um, deliver. deliver. I'm sure you've all grasped. The fundamental paradoxal pre-crime methodology. Oh, dear. Oh. That's the line. Okay. Say that on a good day. Yeah, no I'm kidding. I'm sure you've all grasped the fundamental paradoxal pre-crime methodology. That's giving me a hangover just thinking uh-huh. of all those words. He's been sober for 13 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a great story. That is a funny, and he, good, and self-deprecating said, story. I know it. He also said that, um, you know, he was a hot mess. He was a hot mess for a while, but he said, you know what? Every now and then I meet someone that I just love to get drunk with. Yeah. I'd love to get drunk with Danny DeVito. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great fun? Remember when when George Clooney and And Danny Danny DeVito showed up drunk drunk on on Kathy? I think it was Kathy and Regis. Yeah. Was it Regis and Kathy Lee? Mm -hmm. No, it, it was, was a later morning than show. That. It was Kelly Ripa. It was could have been Kelly Ripa or something. They were wasted. Yeah, they they semi wasted. They'd not gone to bed. I feel like bed. it was the third hour of Good Morning America. Actually, there yeah. hasn't been a third hour hour of Good but Morning. But the last America. hour, I thought it was maybe something. it was a morning TV show. Yeah. Okay, now Shailene Woodley, who stars in Big Little Lies, she's always good this for Sunday. crunchy granola mm-hmm. remarks about everything. She was asked, to, uh, "Don't ask me why," because this is from Ellen. Um, from the interview, but she 
uh, was asked, just do you sesame oil to whiten your teeth? And, you know, she said, it, you know, yeah, you swish with it. It does a lot of great She's things. She's done this forever. Yeah. And then she said, well, you probably floss a lot, too. That's what Sheila Woodley says. I don't floss. It's just if you brush for a long time and then you do the oil, you don't need to floss. All right. That's her philosophy. It's wrong. Mm. Okay. Wrong. It's yeah. wrong. Smell a piece of floss. Uh, that you put between that the is tooth. So true. If you don't believe that, that flossing so does anything, mm-hmm. true. Okay, Lori. I had to do that. that. I had to do that with somebody dear to me. Really? Mm. I said you're not flossing mm-hmm. enough, and she goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "Floss your teeth," and she goes, "Why?" And then I said, "Then I'm going to make you smell the floss." <laughs> oh my gosh, Lori! <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah, it People don't know they she have bad breath. Couldn't believe it. She goes, "Oh my god!" I go, "Yeah, that's what we're smelling." You close talker, you. <laughs> it was somebody who could take it and was very appreciative. But if you don't it's think, because I that. think in your twenties you don't floss as much. You're Start right. Flossing, well, you're right. Yeah. All right. Listen, there. We've done our duty. We've done Hollywood dentistry.